Hey, family, welcome to A Moment in the Word. Hopefully there's three things that will be done here. One, you will hear the word. Two, you will receive the word. And three, you will share the word. Now let's get to it. It's been a minute since I've seen y'all. I've been over here as busy as a one-legged man in the dance contest. I promise you I have been. It's not the fact that I am purposely neglecting you, as uh, Carlia told me yesterday. Uh, Elder, <laughs> you you missing. <laughs> I, I've had that conversation a little bit lately. Elder, you missing. Elder, you missing? No, Elder ain't missing. Elder has been busy, literally. Like I said, being as busy as a one-legged man in a dance contest, you know. And uh, sometimes, it's only me, so sometimes, you know, those things take priority. But like I said, I try to make sure that I put something up here every day or replay or something to feed your spirit because I don't ever want to leave you in a position where you are empty. Amen. Because as I've told you in times past, what you feed will grow and what you starve will die. And so you have to feed your spirit, man, just like you feed your body of flesh. You got to feed it because if you don't, it will dwindle away. It will suffer. It will die. Just like Elder. I have to read my word daily. I have to meditate and get in the scriptures daily. If I don't, my spirit man will become depleted. I'm human. It happens. Amen. Amen. So listen, let us get to what we're doing. Welcome to a moment in the word. I am Elder Dana T. Samuel. I'm the pastor of DSM Outreach Ministry right here in the city of Detroit, where our motto is changing lives one person at a time through the word of God. Amen. Amen. Listen, let me give you some announcements really quickly. Number one, we will not be having in-person service on Saturday, October the 1st, but our service will be Saturday, October the 8th at 10 a.m. That's the first thing. The second thing for you all who have purchased this booklet, A Moment in the Word, the devotional that I wrote. This is where this this broadcast actually started from. If you've purchased it, bring it with you to service. I am going to sign it. For those of you who are interested in buying it, I have some on purpose on person. So if you want to, you can pick them up at the church or either you can go online to Amazon. Go online to Amazon. It is a, it is a prime item. I think it's listed for like $15. So that includes shipping. Amen. Amen. That's the second thing. For the oh, for you all who've already bought them, please go on and write a review because somebody want to know what the book did for you. Amen. Amen. That's that's announcement number two. The other thing, of course, I always tell you, I want you all to do the work of the evangelist. Share the word. Good morning, Tressa. How are you? <laughs> I feel like a stranger, right? <laughs> Good morning, Tressa. How are you today? The other thing I want you all to do. I want you to share the word. Good morning, Stephanie. I want you to share the word, right? I want you to share the word. Do the work of the evangelist because there's many people that may need to hear the message, right? Even though it's not for you, but share the word. You know, some people don't have social media, but this page is a public page. So if you send them the link, 
they can get it. You can share it on your Facebook page or better yet, direct them to our podcast. Our podcast is entitled A Moment in the Word. And again, it's look for the black and purple logo and we are there. Amen. So that way everybody can be spiritually fed. So that way we can continue to grow the kingdom of God. How's that? For those of you all who've got needs, concerns, situations, issues, circumstances, issues. You know what I'm saying? If you got that, put it on the timeline so that we can pray about it. Put it on the timeline. Pray about it or better yet, inbox me. Because everybody knows whoever inboxes me, you know I respond immediately. I try my best to respond immediately. Because there's some of you all that I have private conversations with that's so much to the point that y'all don't even want to come over here on the broadcast and listen no more. Because by the time you talk to me on the phone in person, you got a whole message going on. I was getting ready to say something to you about your work schedule because I see you here. What do you say? You ch- <laughs> Well, that's okay. You know I'm here all the time. Work replay or whatever. Or, hey, do like everybody else. Call me on the phone. Elder, <laughs> and we'll get you a word in. Amen. But come on, y'all. Let's go to the throne of grace. Let's go and have a word of prayer. Come on, get your Bibles out. We're going to get ready to go over to Matthew chapter 6. Start that verse 9 where we recite the Lord's Prayer. Amen. Amen. Come on, y'all. Ready? Let's go. Our Father, who art in heaven, come on, call his name. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Listen, those of you are that are under the sound of my voice, I want to see y'all in service. If you're able to make it, I want to see you all in service with me Saturday, October the 8th, because Elder's going to be celebrating her birthday, right? Diana's going to get me, but you know, Diane take care of all that stuff. So she's going to have cupcakes or as uh, Simone calls them, bougie cupcakes. <laughs> I tell y'all, the stuff that they come up with, I have no clue. But she called them bougie cupcakes. So we're going to have some bougie cupcakes come Saturday, October the 8th. So y'all get to celebrate my birthday with me. Right? Good. Okay. So now, we're getting ready to go to the Word. We're getting ready to go to the Word. You know, I believe in making myself very transparent and I also believe that there's always a learning, a teaching moment in everything that I do, right? And I look for one, even if it's, I always look for one. So many of you all know that I've had some things going on or whatever, whatnot. And I know with you, um, you all probably can identify this too. When it seems like you doing the right thing for the wrong person, does that make any sense because it happens you know i had someone that i was trying to help or whatever and instead of them receiving that help the as long as i did try to do what i could do to help that individual it was like my efforts really went unnoticed literally was it was like my let my f my net my efforts were really went unnoticed and it looked like they were just not received right uh, the damage on the back end of it 
was horrible. Truly it was. It was horrible. And, you know, I, I was left feeling a certain kind of way. But then after the fact, I thought about God, right? Thought about God and his goodness and how God is always always faithful to us, right? Always faithful. So I want you to grab your Bibles and I want you to go over to the book of first Samuel, go over to first Samuel chapter eight, as I get my glasses, right? We're going over the book of first Samuel chapter eight and see, as I'm trying to teach the dog, trying to teach with me. And since he came over here, he's got my allergies kicking up. I, I tell you the truth, my four-legged baby. When you get there, say amen, give me a thumbs up, give me a like button, so that way I know that you are there. Amen, amen. So now, as we are here in 1 Samuel chapter 8, um, I want you to turn to verse 5 is where we're going. That's where we're going. We're going to 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 5. We're going to pick up at verse five because what we have here is um, we have the children of Israel and Samuel being a prophet. He is he's always bringing a message to them. Right. And so they decided to say, hey, you know what? We want we want uh, a king. We want a king. Now, mind you. They had been through a battle. They lost the battle. And the reason being is because of their disobedience. Right? Good morning, Sister Hamilton. How are you, my love? And so they lost the battle. And end up, this is what took place. They told Samuel, and y'all follow me, okay? We're going to work this thing on out. And it says, it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn son was Joel and the name of his second Abiah and they were judges in Beersheba. And his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after lucre. So, you know, they got, they, they got like many people do, they get distracted after money and stuff, right? So the children. We want a king. They got together. They said, we want a king. And so verse five, he says unto them and said unto him, behold, thou art old and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge over all the nations. And but the king and this displeased Samuel. Right. And Samuel said, wait a minute. Hold on. If I give you a king, then that means that you're no longer the free people that God has called you to be. But instead, you go back into bondage. Right. He says you go back into bondage. So this is what he says to them. He goes and he warns them. He says, and Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that that asked of him a king. I'm at verse 10. And he said, this will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and your daughters and appoint them chariots for himself. And for his chariots, he will take your horsemen and they shall run before the chariots. And he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifties and will set them to to the ear, his ear to the ground and to reap his harvest and to make his instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. And he will take your daughters to be confectionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers. And he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards, even the best of them and give them to the service. And he will take tenth, a tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give of his officers and to his servants. And he will take your men's service and your manservants and your godliest 
young men and your asses and put them to work. He will take the tenth of your sheep and he will be his service. And they shall cry out in the day because your king shall be have chosen of you and the Lord will not hear you in that day. He said to them, you're asking me to put you back into bondage. But even though they were being disobedient and being rebellious because now they want to go back to bond, going back to bondage. Here you had Samuel and he went to God. And the Lord said unto him, he said, listen, Samuel, in verse 22, he said, hearken unto their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, go every man unto his own city. Right? Because here it is, you've got Samuel going before God. And he said, they want a son, they want a king. Why should I give them a king? But this was the thing that got it. Because God loved the children of Israel so much, even though they would not accept the place that he has put them in, God told Samuel, listen, we're going to give them a king because at the end of the day, Samuel, they're not rejecting you. They rejected me. And I said, wait a minute, God. What you talking about here? Because I was just like Samuel. I was just like Samuel, right? Here it is. I'm trying to do the right thing for what I thought was the right person. And then he said, no, be not weary and well-doing, Dana. You did what I called you to do, just like Samuel. He did what he was called to do. And unfortunately, just like many of you. Here it is, you try to do the right thing for the right person, so you think, and then all of a sudden it's the right thing for the wrong person. Because when you doing and you doing something good for an individual, you're trying to help somebody, and then all of a sudden they reject your help. It's like they throw it in your face. And that's the way I felt. I'm like, Lord, I'm trying to help her, her and her family, and I'm doing everything I can to help this person, and everything I do. It's being thrown back in my face. And then that's when God said to me, Dana, remove yourself from the situation. It wasn't the fact that they was rejecting you, but she was rejecting me. I said, what you say, God? He said, she wasn't rejecting you. She was rejecting me because she came to me in a situation and prayed unto me. And I hearkened unto her voice. And just like the children of Israel, I tried to put them in a place of freedom after I delivered them from a life of bondage. And I used the, brother, the words that came out of, and I like to say brother Samuel, because, I, you know, he, he's my brother. I feel that way. And same thing with me. He used me. In a way to help a person. And as I'm trying to help this person. You know we have a tendency of taking things personal. I took it personal. Wait a minute Lord. You put me in this position to help this individual. I'm trying to help her. And this is what happens. And God said take yourself out of the situation. Same thing I'm telling you. Take yourself out of the situation. Be not weary in well doing. Yes God has called you to help somebody just like he helped me. 
But it's not about them rejecting you. It's not about you keep throwing good after bad. It's not about the fact that you should walk around being heavy in your heart because somebody didn't receive you. What it's about is that it's not the fact that they didn't receive you. They didn't receive God. God used you to bless that individual. And because of the fact that they did not receive that blessing, what you're supposed to do is walk away from it. Just like Jesus turned around and he commissioned his disciples when he told them, go out and preach and teach the gospel. Don't take nothing with you. And every city that you go to, if that if they don't receive you, he said, wipe the dust from your feet. And the same thing I'm saying to you, when you go to do the right thing for the wrong person and they don't receive it, instead of you being heavy in your spirit, holding on to it, wipe your hands. Wipe your hands and don't say, God, I tried. Say, God, I did the assignment that you gave me. See, that's where you're supposed to do. You're supposed to say, God, I did the assignment that you gave me. You don't take a situation personal. You don't turn around and get heavy in your spirit when you're trying to do the right thing. You can do the right thing for the wrong people, but you don't take it personal. What you say is, God, I did what you told me to do. And because I'm obedient to you, then you turn around and watch God open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that you have room that you don't have room enough to receive. You watch God open doors for you because don't take whatever it is personal. When you are being obedient to God, when you're doing what God has told you to do, then guess what? You don't have to worry about getting your heart heavy. You don't get yourself attached to the wrong situation. Mm -mm. You walk away from it. Is what you do. Good morning, Miss Smiley. How are you? I hope there's something in this message for you. Go back and look into the replay since you came in here late. You know, go back and you say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for everything that you did for me. I thank you for using me. Even when I didn't see a situation, even when I didn't say, see a way out of it. Right? Because many times we, because we wrapped up in this earth suit, we wrapped up in this flesh, when things don't go right, it's like, how did this happen? And then that's when God says this, it wasn't for you. It was for the other individual. I use you. I use you to be a blessing to somebody. And if they didn't receive that blessing, it ain't on you. It's on them. If it's not on you, it's on them. Galatians 6 and 9 tells us, be not weary in well-doing because in due time, you will what? You will reap a harvest. So the next time that you go to do something for somebody else, don't worry about whether or not if they're going to receive it. Don't worry about how they're going to act. Don't worry about what it looks like on the back end. Mm -mm. Don't worry about that. What you be focused on, you focus on God. Focus on what God has called you to do. Because Isaiah 1, mm -hmm. Isaiah 1 and 19 tells us, If thou be willing and obedient, thou shalt eat the good of the land. If not, you'll be cut down by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it.
right? Isaiah 54 and 17 tells us, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You are more than a conqueror. God has made you the head and not the tail. Be not weary in well-doing. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care how the person might have thought they done got over on you. Let me tell you something and hear what I'm saying. God's word tells us, touch not my anointed, do my prophet no harm. Our father Abraham said it over in Genesis 12 and 2 when God went into covenant with him. He said, I will bless those that bless you and I will curse those that curse you. Let me tell you something. I don't fight with nobody about nothing. When I tell you I go to sleep at night, I go to sleep at night because God said he would dispense his ministering angels before me. Anybody. And I don't care who it is, anybody who has turned around and called themselves, trying to set themselves up against me, have tried to call themselves, trying to hurt me, cause me damage. I don't worry about it because the way, same way you put your mouth on me, the same way that you call yourself trying to hurt me. Don't you know that God is going to handle it and who going to separate you out of the hand of God? You will have to come back and repent and say, Dana, I'm sorry. Elder, I'm sorry. In order for it to turn out right in your life. Simple as that. I don't worry about nothing. I don't get in no squabbles. I don't get in no fights. I don't do nothing. I do what God told me to do. And when long as I'm doing what God tell me to do, I don't worry about nothing. I don't worry about material things. I don't worry about money. I don't worry about nothing. God has got it. And when you're talking about blessed, you can look at me every day. Every day you see me, I got a smile on my face. I don't care what. I don't care what. I will smile because I know where my God has brought me from. I know where my God, listen, what he's done for me and what he's done for me. He'll do the same thing for you. All you got to do is line up, be obedient to him. I don't care what they have done. My God has made a way of escape. I ain't never in lack. I'm talking about, I got people, listen, that listen to me under the sound of my voice. Come sit in the church, sit on the pew. Listen, call me on the phone, naysayers, right? The haters, they will sit there because I'm going to tell you something. And hear what I'm saying. People, y'all get it so twisted. Y'all think that your enemies are somebody out there in the street. It's the people that's right here looking at you. I got some looking at me right here, right now. It's the people that's looking at you because it's just like Judas, Judas was the one that betrayed Jesus. It wasn't a stranger. It was the person that sat at his feet. It was the person that he ate bread with. It was the one who watched him perform miracles. It was the one who had the opportunity to see him, to be blessed by him, to walk with him. You all got the wrong focus. Wrong focus. You do what God tell you to do and you ain't got to worry about nothing coming your way to hurt, harm you or nothing. I don't care what it is. If you stay focused on God, I don't care how cloudy the days get. I don't care about the noise, the people that's in your ear, because you're going to have people in your ear that's always telling you that you made a mistake. You shouldn't have did this. You shouldn't have did that. Guess what? They said the same thing to Noah, didn't they? They told Noah, don't build that ark. It ain't getting ready to rain. And for 40 years, it took Noah to build that ark. Every day, Noah was out there hammering that wood, doing what God told him to do until it rained. 
People walked past Noah and they talked about him every day. You know, they laughed at him. They laughed at him. They talked about him. They said he was stupid. They said he was dumb. I, that's what they did. Right? Until it rained. Until it rained. And once it started raining, guess what? Now it's too late. Because he told them, he made the call. He said, repent now for the kingdom of God is at hand. They didn't want to hear it until it rained. When it started raining, lo and behold, now it saved me. But you had an opportunity to save yourself. Same thing with many people to this day. Don't worry about it. It's always those that look you right here in your face. But I want to encourage you and tell you, don't be weary in well-doing. Hold on. Stay faithful. Stay on track. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they do. You continue to hearken unto the voice of the Lord. Amen. As the old folks used to say, hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to it. Don't let go. Don't go to the left. Don't go to the right. Stay right there where God has told you to stay. Don't go nowhere. Amen. You got to be faithful and you got to be committed to what you do. And then you will watch God prevail. Amen. Amen. This has been a moment in the word. I love you. Each and every last one of you under the sound of my voice. I love you. And there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. And I'm not going to tell you I'm going to see you tomorrow at the same time. But I'll be back here as soon as I can. Amen. Amen. See you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today in A Moment in the Word. Again, as I said at the beginning, I hope that there was three things that you took away here. One, that you were able to hear the word. Two, that you received the word. And three, that you go and share the word. Remember, right here, we change your lives one person at a time through the word of God. I love you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it.